0: That's Chris McClarney. Thirsty. And if you are thirsty for some of this stuff you've been getting this morning from Ray, I would encourage you to go to the blog, blog.victory915.com, or just click on the link on the Victory and Risenstein Facebook pages. You're not going to get this anywhere mm-hmm. else. And if this is the kind of stuff that happens once in a while here at Risenstein, and you're like, wow. No other radio station does this. No other radio station is playing this music. No other radio station is praying like this radio station. No other radio station has a husband and wife living out their marriage good, <laughs> bad, and good and bad <laughs> here on the radio. Um, you know, Consider partnering with us, whether you're a business or whether you're an individual. I mean, it is unique
1: that God has given us this calling and and an anointing that he has uh, come up beside and said, let me lead you. Let me just walk you through this. And we all get, you know, it's funny. We all get to be a part of this. People tell us all the time how much they love it. And we go, well, yeah, we get it. We love this. (laughs) This is, this is, we're listeners. We're not just uh, Mm -hmm. people sitting in a chair this Mm -hmm. You know, that song, uh, Chris McClarney and the one before that from United Pursuit. I mean, the songs that just wash over us and clean us and we're driving in the car or sitting at home or wherever. And all of these pieces are are things that God is doing. And we're so beyond words blessed to be a part of this thing. Mm -hmm. So if especially right now during this this time of Pentecost, I just want to challenge you. We've done the Million Meals campaign, and this is the right season to give in the kingdom of God. This is the one where you leave the edges of your field, and you think about the poor, the hurting, and listen. Through what we do, we want to have opportunities to change the world. So, go to Victory 91.5. Give, sow into that, and and allow us to do that. Go to Serve a Million. You can serve so directly into the Million Meals campaign. Uh, Pray for us. Do whatever God's leading you to do. But this is a great opportunity. Mm. Cool. So final segment. That's it. Final one. There's two more on here after this, but we're not going to do it. We're just going to let you have the paperwork on that one mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's just late. So we left it uh, in the last segment. We were talking about water from the rock, which had to be really cool. You, Moses goes, smacks it with the, uh, his staff, and water pours out. And you're talking millions of people drinking. So we're talking about a pretty impressive situation here. But that's at Meribah, the place of testing or contention. And then... One of the cool stories that goes with this all the way into the New Testament that you never hear a whole lot about it, but it's a beautiful shadow and type of the Holy Spirit in us. And this rock, this gushing rock, what happens to this gushing rock? Because what happens is the ancients, as they looked at this, this is the Jews. So this is obviously before the New Testament. They... They believed, and the tradition was that that rock didn't stay there mm-hmm. at Rephidim. It didn't stay there. Because later in Numbers 20 in Kadesh, a similar thing happened. Water comes from a rock, and the verse says, These were the waters of, not Kadesh, these were the waters of Meribah. Mm-hmm. And they determined that somehow that had to come from Rephidim to Kadesh. And so their their only reality was that that rock had been brought along with the Israelites from that location and went on accompanying them during that 40 years in the desert kind of a a traveling water supply and the verse we get that from is corinthians 10 i want you to know brethren that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank from the supernatural rock which followed them Hmm. See, everything else went before them except this rock and remember that these were the same slaves of Egypt who had built great monuments of rock. So they would have the skills to move massive stones. Mm -hmm. So it's not beyond understanding, but it's just an odd thing. But this moving stone that had provided water represented the Holy Spirit that would dwell in us as living rivers of water to pour out on the world. Mm So God did the most supernatural thing just to kind of one more time say, look, I am one day going to be this rock and you're going to be a rock too. So... And that also brings us to an odd story of Moses in Numbers twenty of the second situation. Take the staff, he said to Moses, "You and your brother Aaron, speak to that rock before their eyes, and it will pour out its water." And unfortunately, Moses uh, had had enough. They, you can't imagine how long he'd been walking with these people, and he said to them, "Listen, you rebels! Must we bring? Must we?" bring you water out of this rock. Moses raised his arm, struck the rock twice with his staff, water gushed out, and the community drank. It's the most bizarre kind of a verse and situation, but here's what God said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. And these were the waters of Meribah, where the Israelites quarreled with the Lord, where he was proved holy among them. So, it always seemed to me like that was a really overreaction. Gosh, Moses, you're going to go 40 years in the desert and not even get into the promised land because you hit the rock. But the, the reality of this is huge. Jesus would only be crucified once for the sins of the whole world. There's no longer a need for sacrifice, the striking. So God was given this beautiful example in Moses, even his beloved Moses he wouldn't allow him to mess that picture up because the rock being struck is Jesus on the cross at Passover, mm. that's that picture the water flowing for the rock remember is the Holy Spirit poured out at Pentecost 50 days later so Pentecost weeks baptism of the Holy Spirit, however you want to look at that means they now have the Holy Spirit in them and they're rocks with wells of living water springing up from them from the Holy Spirit and what activates it? it's the voice it's the tongue Mm -hmm. so again he moses unknowingly obviously this is 1500 years before but all of that centered around the voice so what god was going to do on the cross had everything to do with striking but what he was going to do at pentecost had everything to do with the tongue Mm -hmm. and so it was just such a a massive difference right there but it's uh, it's worthy of mentioning that this is part of that journey. We talked about six steps on that journey. This is stat, step number five. And so you're going to encounter God in places where you fail him, where you misunderstand him, and you go and represent him. And the Lord has said, and you're going to find out you misheard him, misunderstood mm-hmm. him, and it you may cost you a great price. That may be part of your journey mm-hmm. because it's relevant. And the other thing just to leave you with for today, on day 40, The Amalekites attacked, and Moses' father-in-law Jethro gave some advice, and these were the descendants of Esau, and they they attacked the stragglers, Mm -hmm. and then the whole group. And the brother and brother-in-law of Moses lifted his hands so he could hold up the rod, and Joshua then defeated the Amalekites. So that unity did that. And the verse in Deuteronomy says this, you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you, to test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Hmm. And that's a hard word to hear. Yeah. But I just want to lay that with you because it's Pentecost. God is is in it for the journey. And your journey may be short or long, but I promise you this, he's going to lead you. You will face wilderness. You will face humbling and testing. Mm -hmm. Not just because he just likes to mess with you, because he is trying to purify your heart and clean and to know what's in it, helping you know what's in it. And sometimes the only way he can show you what's in your heart is to show you what's in your heart. Right. And unfortunately, that is very tough. And they leave uh heads to sinai from that point and if you were to step into the next jesus ascends into heaven the disciples wait for pentecost and so we'll post the rest of the notes but bottom line is as we've uh made this journey today this is all about if you want to engage with god if you want to celebrate pentecost saturday or any day or every day of the year it's that renewing of your vows it's the encountering and the one prayer should never be without is i just want more of you jesus today i want to encounter you in any way you want to encounter me and you know as you pursue him in that he will meet you and what i want to do is pray for you now pray for each of us uh we're not in a position any better than you are we're in the exact same place we're praying the exact same prayer asking wanting the exact same thing if you've never experienced the baptism of the holy spirit with the speaking of uh, tongues and that's a first but that's not a last, that's not attaining, that's a, that's just simply receiving that first thing. If you have and then you've fallen away or anywhere else or you just want refreshed, we'll we'll pray that as well. If you don't know Jesus and you need to be saved, we'll pray for you. So let's just join, take a moment in praying. Father, we just, just thank you. God, we just have no words to pour out to thank you for just doing all these things for the last 3,500 years to uh, walk us to see how we can celebrate you and how you're going to celebrate us home. Lord, for those who do not know you, but yet your heart is touching their heart, and they know that. And they need to ask you for the first time to come in and to know you. And we just want to pray with you. So if you just uh, simply ask God this way, God, I confess that I am a sinner and I need You, I need your forgiveness. I need your life in me. I need you to come and save me and live inside of my heart. I need you to dwell in me. I need to be to be made into a new person, one that is attached to you. I want to be saved. I want to be one called your son, and I want to be obedient. I will leave my life as it is, and I will follow you. And as you pray that, He comes into your life. And if you want more. If you're in that category, then, Lord, we just ask that, well, let's just start with those who would like the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Father, we just ask you right now for those asking in faith, that just trusting in your word and your promises, we ask that right now. And in these moments and hours and days and weeks and months, according to your grace, according to how how and what you want to do, God, would you simply go according to your word? You said if we asked, you would love to pour out your Holy Spirit. So, Father, would you baptize right now in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Why would you pour out on them again and again and again and again? Times of refreshing. Let this begin and never, never end, but increase. For those who've had that, that gift and now have a gift, but without the anointing, Lord, we ask for these times of refreshing. Father, just release right now your spirit. Refresh and refresh and refresh again. Let's encounter you well, Father, every moment of every day, God, just help us to encounter you. Lord, just celebrate us. Help us to celebrate you. We worship you. And God, we thank you for Jesus. Give us more of Jesus than we've ever encountered before. And never let there be a uh, no ending, no capping to that. Just let that increase, the more of
0: Jesus come on. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for... Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in here, thank you for the preparation over the last year in getting ready for this. This was not something off of the top of Ray's head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing on the top of my
0: head actually. <laughs> this was uh, a lot of time with God and a lot of work, and we are grateful for your teaching, grateful for your leadership here. Uh, we're praying for your next few days. Yes, and and also um, if you wanna if you wanna get this teaching and you want to download it all or just listen to it at your leisure, it's at blog.victory915.com and it's also at the Risenstein Facebook page and, and the uh, Victory Facebook page. Now, coming up tomorrow on Risenstein, all the stuff that we've been storing up like a little squirrel <laughs> of humor that we haven't been able to share this week because of uh, the million meals thing yesterday, the teaching today, so... So get ready for tomorrow. I think you're really building something up to be quite anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <sighs> Brian, you can come in now. Woo. The Global Thong Do Association has opened a.